Hi, it's Karen from See Me, Hear Me, Love Me. We're the podcast for parents with young children, and we know that life with kids is messy, but we're here to celebrate those messes, from spilled milk to emotions spilling out of little volcanoes. And you know what? We really believe in you. You got this, and you're not alone. I just want you to know a little something about your host. Karen Deerwester is an educator, author, and all-in cheerleader for kids being kids. Karen has been a corporate spokesperson as well as a reasonable and reliable voice for kids and parents in print and on TV on NBC, MSNBC, NPR, Parents Magazine, and many more. Best of all, Karen leads the parent-child classes right here at B'nai Torah Congregation of Boca Raton, Florida. Get ready for some fun, a ton of encouragement, and maybe a little inspiration. Today's podcast is Social Media Perfect Parents. Are you one of those Facebook families that captures the perfect moments and lives in denial of the tears and tantrums, arguments and resentments that preceded that perfect photo? Do your friends believe you really love all those Pinterest projects that you share and you live in perfect harmony with all those inspirational quotes about precious childhoods, loving date nights, and kids in unstained clothes doing and saying adorable, precocious things. Not me, but I promise you, I probably post half of all that precious, heartfelt stuff. I'm excited to sit at the square table tonight with two very real moms who stay connected to the messiness of life with kids and the irony of perfect parents. Yet, they still feel the pressure around them of those perfect images and ideals. I can't wait to start this conversation with Kim Krams and Yev Beal. I'm shocked that Kim asked for this topic because she's the person I would have expected to be least affected by perfect social media expectations. Take it away, Kim. Okay, so... I had asked some friends, what would you want to talk about? This kind of came up, basically, you know, sanctimonious type of parents and mom groups or whatever. And I said, ah, that's it. That's great. That's something we should talk about because it exists, especially on social media where you feel you have to, like, look perfect and post all the perfect pictures and you can't ever look like you don't have it together and whatever. So part of it is for me because when I did first have Oliver, I definitely was like, I can't look weak. I can't look like I messed up. I can't make mistakes. Everybody's watching me. You know, when you have a baby, it really makes people judge you a lot harder than they ever did before. That is the truth. And I feel like that's the time when we really need way less judgment, way less. Because you're so, you're so vulnerable and you're so scared of like what people are thinking about you the first time. So he's my only one, but yeah. So And have you broken through that barrier? Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. I've got there's so much that I want to come back to. I want to come back to mom groups because so much of that is part of social media. I want to ask more about the specific social media outlets you participate in. Okay. um, And then we'll get to the weaknesses, the mistakes, and then who judges who the most. Um, There's so much in this. And I it's I'm shocked. I, I just, because I think that I've never met a more honest generation of mothers, a more, vul- a, gr- a group of mothers that ever embraced the vulnerabilities more, and yet there's something about this 
fishbowl yes. that you live in that just makes feel makes you feel like no matter what you do, you're always going to be judged and yes. choose wrong. So let's find out from Yev. Um, you know, you're a mother of two, so you've been in this a little longer. You have a bigger perspective. What's your experience of this? So... Like you said, I'm a mother of two. First time with my my first son, really difficult. Like I, I had two home births. I had like we were living in this very crunchy community in D.C., and it was all I thought it was all about like this acceptance and everything is great. But then we really experienced this the judgment of are you breastfeeding? Are you formula feeding? Did you have a home birth? Did you do this? Did you? And it was always like you constantly had to like measure up. measure up to these impossible standards and bars and so with Rona I found it really difficult and I think to some extent probably had some postpartum depression or some confusion or whatever it was and then with the second one Toby it's just been so much easier like as a second so time Toby parent, was born in Colorado Toby no was born in Virginia okay um, also home birth also slightly crunchy community but then we moved to Florida but I don't know with the second time around just so much easier I just don't care at all. <laughs> and, and, and not that I don't care I mean obviously yeah, yeah. I love my children more than anything but yes. I just I don't I just don't have that kind of sensor anymore and it doesn't it, in my opinion is both of you look like you're you're kind and generous and accepting of anyone and everyone around you, of course, especially parents, and yet um, you don't get involved. You know, there is something in some communities that gets kind of high schoolish, mm. yes. who's this group and this group, and and vying for acceptance. And you both seem very autonomous and individual mm. yeah. in friendships. That's why I love her. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, it is wonderful um, that you find people that are nurturing and supportive mm. yes. if you're bold enough to say look this other experience isn't working for me mm. yes because um, I, I know that there are real parents out there every every place that you look yeah. the hard part and everybody wants to be real everybody thinks do they so this this demand for perfection for mm. not showing your weak mm-hmm. do, how does it take away the being yourself? The experience of it, yeah. The, the, or, or being present mm-hmm. in what's really happening with your children. That's the big, that's what I was going to say, presence. You kind of lose it because you're thinking the whole time, well, this isn't how it should be because so-and-so said, well, your baby isn't sleeping through the mm-hmm. night or they're not crawling yet or they're not walking or they're not talking or, well, oh, so you went out last night? How much did you drink? Aren't you breastfeeding? Aren't you pumping? Aren't you whatever? And I would be like... No, no, no. Yet, like mm-hmm. I'm like, what's the right answer to appease everyone else so they don't judge me? Yeah. Not like, yeah. what's my real answer? Like, what am I really doing because I just want to do it and I'm fine with that? Now I'm like that. You know that. Well, and before. you were on the podcast for Playborhoods, <laughs> and what you said is, once I stopped caring yes. about how what other people were judging or thinking mm-hmm. when I was sitting and allowing my son to be independent and carefree on a playground, then I was happier. Yeah. So your happiness has gone up when you stopped caring. Yeah, big time. Like, big, big time. Yeah. It's, 
I, and, and I find that so, I mean, I, I applaud you and I respect you for that. And yet I think that's such a masterful accomplishment when your son is just two. Yeah. yeah. You know, I think it's rare to find that sense of yourself and your motherness and your coupleness mm-hmm. and your familyness right. all in this soon. Um, yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. Um, Yay. I mean, I definitely didn't have that. I... Like Kim seems a lot stronger in that sense than than me for sure. But in, with with Ronan, it was just it was like by nature, I think I'm a people pleaser in general. But um, so having that and having my own sort of being like a Type A personality, being a corp coming from the corporate attorney world, having all these measures of achievement, whether you've whatever it is. And then having your child, and you have no control over it, and you're like, and at the same time, you know, I stayed home with him for a year and nine months, and I was just going crazy because I didn't have all of my career needs and my social needs fulfilled, and I was just with this child who I had no control over, who had, (laughs) was crying for the first six weeks, who I couldn't breastfeed, who, you know, sit around in these community circles and all these women were kumbayaing, and I was like. It's I not am going not nuts. Yeah, yeah. I've having slept for six weeks. Right. I want to kill my husband. I want to. It's not funny. Yeah, but it is it's, now. It's, it's the truth, and we yeah, laugh I at thought, the truth but because I we felt, laugh at that contradiction. Like yeah. not enough of a mother, and you feel that so. A lot of people that I talk to feel that so much, but then they have to put up these pretenses. It's like yes, we're all happy. We're wearing our babies. And okay, I want to come back to keeping up the pretenses. I want to come back to what, why. Um, mm. strong, capable, intelligent, yes, yeah. um, masterful women go through that journey mm-hmm. um, besides just the pleasing because because mm-hmm. I think this is far more universal than just being yes, a absolutely. pleasing personality. Um, but the other, but the word you used was sitting in that kumbaya circle mm-hmm. and I remember it was at least 25 years ago in Mothering Magazine, the kumbaya of all kumbaya mm-hmm. publications, wrote an article on Too Precious Parenting. Hmm. And it said, and you don't expect it because in that attachment world, Mm -hmm. that mother-child bond, that family bond, that um, sacrificing yourself for your child's well-being Mm -hmm. and happiness um, is, 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 is necessary. And it was a whole swing from that, um, Oh, I'm just going to have my cocktails and my cigarettes and the kids will grow with Mm -hmm. themselves and I'll be the tough love authoritarian parent. So there were a lot of cultural forces, I'm sure, Mm -hmm. but somehow um, it might, maybe it's the delayed, it's older moms, professional moms, successful moms feel that idea of like, now I have to be a professional at Mm -hmm. this And it might be the information age as well that says, now you have to have the right information. Your gut isn't good enough. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. It's the gut factor. Like you kind of, you ignore it because everybody's throwing so much advice at you and saying, oh, he's not doing this or he's not doing Mm -hmm. that. Like, you know, you know, he or she, you have a girl or boy, whatever, you know, oh, but they should do this because mine did that. And then you get insecure Mm -hmm. because you're like, well, why isn't my kid doing this? And what am I doing wrong? And then you'll, it, it just, it literally can drive you to the brink of insanity. Mm-hmm. And I had a mommy meltdown. I think we talked about that. I had one at like four months. I think it was like three or four months, like a legit three in the morning one. And I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. I can't do it. And my husband was just like, his eyes were so big, you know, cause I don't think he's ever seen like that crazy in me. Sure. 
And a lot of it was this, the perfectionist pressure. Mm. Like, you have to look this way, be this way. You know, your baby should be like this. Your baby should be like that. And then you see other moms out, but you're only seeing them for, like, you know, a passing minute or second. And you're like, why don't I look like that? Or, you know, with my baby, why do they look like it's so easy? And mm. I'm, it's so hard for me, you know? And then you go home, and, like, it keeps you up. It's crazy. It ruined my life temporarily, honestly. Motherhood can do that. Yeah. <laughs> it's humbling. It's Just humbling. like marriage can, can put a strain yeah. on relationships, right. on a great relationship for a minute because genuine relationships are messy. Mm, when yeah. your heart is outside of your body, mm-hmm. right. you know, when you are feeling so such overwhelming joy Mm -hmm. and uncertainty. It's something that you're supposed to know how to do and you feel this overwhelming responsibility. So true. (sighs) But is so but it's but it's that that perfection of other people looking like they have it more together. Yes. But then you find out they actually don't. Like when Mm. when I had Oliver and I got to know like you and a bunch of other moms like here and then outside when I go to like parks and stuff like that everybody's messed up honestly like (laughs) in one way or another really like but you don't know it at first Mm -hmm. then you go out with them and like one glass of wine brings it all out and you're like oh wow I never like you look like you're so perfect and have Mm -hmm. it together like your pictures on Facebook and Instagram and everything looks perfect like the perfect filter the perfect day the perfect outfit right everything is so perfect perfect and you're so happy the perfect child Mm -hmm. yeah so, so okay, let's talk about let's let's go back to the to the social media specifics. Um, how many pictures and filters might you utilize before <laughs> you post something? You post adorable pictures. I would say for me, it is easily fifty fifty, maybe even more than that. Okay, for sure. So you are you I are love- curating your life. At some point, yes, I definitely do that. I think about it. I'm like, the lighting isn't right. It looks so much cuter like yes. this. And let's be let's be real. I think everyone does it, and a lot of people won't admit it. Okay. Because I'm sorry. Everybody loves a great filter, mm-hmm. a great moment, and then you want to share it because you love the moment you just had. Yeah. You know? So that's why you should do it. That's a little different. Before it was... If I share this, is this going to look right? Am I going to get judged? Do I look like I'm not doing the right thing? Do I look silly? Mm-hmm. But now you feel social media savvy enough because yes. you are, you have a powerful presence. On, on I mean, I, I only follow you on Facebook, mm-hmm. but that idea of like, what you put out is clever and witty and funny, <laughs> and it's a little it, it is unconventional. I mean, you yeah. will have you will show the tantrum pictures, yeah. <laughs> but again, and maybe it's because we live in such a visual culture, yes. You know where we know, you know. Oh, look at the lighting. Look at the angle. This is my better side. This oh yeah. You know it's yep. you know totally when you start <laughs> seeing things curated. Yes. Then you, it's just you know the difference with that random picture. Right. I mean, when, and when mm-hmm. I'm out with my friends, I mean, I'll just say, "Look, you guys pick because my head's spinning, and you guys, you guys want to decipher which one has everybody looking good in it." Yes, and we will go through and pick and choose and like get the okay from and everyone. veto. Sure, yeah. yeah, yeah. Delete that. Delete that. There's there's the opposite side to that. So I have uh, a friend from high school who posts on Facebook. And she has four kids. And I think I remember her posting with her very first child. And she would post things like, you know, my daughter's being 
a-hole today or she's this and and I actually thought you know as as I don't think I had children at that time but it was it formed a really negative opinion about the child I mean now it's yeah I probably hold a different view and so I was trying to think but I don't think I've ever posted either of my kids in like a negative light right. so you you were sort of more honest with that and like I don't think I've ever done something like that. Even though, like, I follow, there's a, on Instagram, can you say bad words? Yes, you can. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there's a, an, an Instagram account that's awesome if you don't follow it yet. It's called Asshole Parents. And it's just, you know, kids throwing, throwing tantrums in the I middle of supermarkets and stuff. I will take a look. It's, yeah, it's, it's very it's, clever, funny, whatever. It's like a release, like scary moment. Because you can own it. Because you can yeah. own it. I mean, I love, there's a podcast out of, out of Australia, and she ends with, what's your biggest um, fail of the week? Mm. And, it's, and, <laughs> and I love it because we all have them. Mm-hmm. We all make mistakes. We all do horrible, embarrassing <laughs> things. Right. For real. Um, and so to be able yeah. to, to own it and say, uh, you know, I mean, and there's nothing I love more than, than seeing that Disney trip mm-hmm. that... You know, that has been so well planned and so perfectly orchestrated. And it holds so many Mm -hmm. expectations of how I'm going to give my child a memorable experience. Mm -hmm. And my family is going to bond. And then you arrive and your child is having the biggest meltdown in the middle of the the hotel that you're spending a fortune on. We just went on a Disney cruise. It was the worst time of our lives. I mean, I think... (laughs) Toby tried to climb out of the the balcony. David and I almost killed each other. Like we shared a r- cabin for four people. But you it was see, the nobody worst would time admit ever. To that usually, people ask, "How was your yeah. trip?" Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, I mean, so and if you look, amazing. but if you look at my oh. Facebook page, we're all happy and smiley, and <laughs> and it looks beautiful. Right, so I, I am it. guilty of that. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. don't. I I don't necessarily curate it with like pose here and and take, but I I won't post negative pictures and that's and so what i what's what's interesting about that is because i think i'm gonna have to like give you homework assignment to everybody <laughs> to and to you in particular that says you know what <laughs> if, if you if you put maybe you don't want to show your child in a way that you think others will judge your child mm-hmm. Um, you don't want him to look like he's you don't want to put him out there on blast having a hard time it's not i, don't, I just had that traumatic experience with this girl from high school who kept calling her kid and maybe because I knew her personally and where it's the asshole parents on Instagram they're anonymous kids so it's funny I can relate but it's this girl's child and then I just like it, was it, it felt really mean yeah, yeah. well also and I, I mean I don't have to do it to that extent obviously but it's just it felt, that you go about it yeah well I mean I, I think yours is very balanced so you show yeah. you know you like nice pictures and but funny yours pictures, is whatever. like our podcast on tantrums and fairy dust you are sprinkling the fairy dust on his tantrum. Hmm. You right. are saying, "This kid drives me crazy. This is not as this was not a fun day at the park." But I'm laughing because yeah. I know I have no control mm-hmm. right. over my son's emotional life. Right. That's a whole different thing right. than. I don't understand why my child's having a tantrum and I'm yeah. venting about mm. my child on Facebook. Right. So let True. me say that I'm not encouraging people to be mean. Mm. I mean, yeah. we have a lot of mean stuff that happens mm-hmm. 
yeah. kid to kid right. comes school age. Right. The last thing we need is to bring that down right. to parent to, to parent. child. Yeah, so exactly. That's something I've never really thought about. Mm-hmm. But I but I do know there's also this this there was this great trend and I think it was in France where children had the right to sue their parents hmm. for prior Facebook posts. Really? Huh. And so I better get the idea lead. that um, oh it's there <laughs> forever. <laughs> that, you know, you did not have permission to post me naked, hmm. you know, or to post me in all... I, 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 that's my image. Hmm. So there is some controversy over who owns that. that. That's an interesting... I can get down with that. I mean, not the suing, but, like, I can understand. That like, there's, there's, it should be respectful hmm, of true. this relationship. So, yeah. Yeah, this isn't just venting, dumping. Mm-hmm. This is about yeah. being mature, responsible mm-hmm. about our family lives and our children right. as people. They're mm-hmm. not possessions, right. you know. Right. They're not things to just decorate cute or to abuse in public mm-hmm. either. Yeah, which, which is um, so. My but mom, the, just to, to stop you for saying, my mom had a really nice saying that has stuck with me all these years, and it's. Children aren't like dress shoes that you can leave at the door. You don't just take them out to show them off and then. Right. That's right. That's yeah. right. And yeah, it's so like a Russian thing. It's beautiful, and mm. I think that's part of why this appearance perfection, mm. um, where children become accessories to our lives, yeah. and 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 then it comes to probably what makes parenting the most stressful mm. is believing that your child. That you are a reflection of your child. Mm-hmm. You Correct. Know, that, and so that's the worst one of all. It's the worst. That, it is the worst. That, that somehow <laughs> the way my ch- that that I I can be judged mm-hmm. by my child having that tantrum, but my yeah. by people not understanding his or her emotional life or his quirkiness or peculiarities. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. I think the thing that I wanted to say way back in the beginning was, what's it all about? It's see me, hear me, love me. Mm-hmm. It is really about honoring Mm -hmm. the moment because I think the other thing with social media is the thing that gets in the way of us having those those real genuine experiences and being Mm -hmm. present with our children is seeing it through the lens yeah is and so when when I yell at our class for, for, for taking the 99th picture at the snack table, it's like nothing new has happened. At the, no, but the, new things have like they turn a certain way or they do a certain yeah, the first smile. Time parents, it's like though, oh are my different. god! You first, know? I'm like eh, they'll send them to me or whatever. You know? <laughs> there you go. Yeah, and so okay, and that's old school. And so here's an, here's and then you too. Fair enough. Sometimes you get a look while you're reading the book, and you're just like, this book is... You just look like you love the book so much, and you love the kids. And I'm like, that's such a good picture. It's and it's, like, it's, and so, it's, it's so addicting to get all these wonderful pictures. And, I appreciate, and you're right. I appreciate when you get a good one me. <laughs> I'm like, that ink on Karen is really nice. But it, you know what it is? It's... It's at what point do we stop being present and what point... And the research is really clear that the children are seeing that as an interruption and a disruption Mm, to the experience. Mm. Um, But what I want... My next question for you, based on my bias against um, what I can perceive as tipping the balance of too much photography in my classroom, Mm. at what point do we need the social media experiences to make the experience or event real. Mm. And so think about those vacation pictures. Mm. You know, I can transform a shitty vacation into a memorable one Mm. because we're going to have these pictures now to talk about it. And damn it, we've paid however much for (laughs) seven days, right? (laughs) So does it matter? Does it have to be captured 
in order to be fully experienced. Do you guys, again, off topic a little bit, but do you guys remember there was some quote, um, I think it's like a Native American quote, and they said that if you take a picture of somebody, then it's like stealing their stealing soul. their soul. And it's an Amish. Yeah. Uh, it's in the Amish community as well. Yeah. Yeah. But, oh, totally off topic, but. Yeah. Well, it's, <laughs> but it's, it's. I think the question becomes for me, um, in terms of social media, is is there? Does balance mean we have to unplug? Hmm. Sometimes, some way. Does it mean yes. we do some things mm-hmm. without ever trying to document? Mm-hmm. Yes. Does it mean we unplug from sharing, mm-hmm. noticing other people? It's like, is yeah. there, because so all of a sudden your friendships become obligatory with like, what do you mean you didn't see my post? What do you mean? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. did you yeah, like you didn't that? Like it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so true. So how do you, what does that balance mean for you? Actually, last week I took off from Facebook there was like three days in a row where I got on just a little bit. And I also told myself, I'm not, I'm not really going to take pictures today of like what we do, which is so hard for me because I want to take pictures of him doing everything because mm-hmm. I want him to see everything he did when he gets older, which I think is a normal feeling for a lot of people. But I was like, I'm going to take this time off and not be so like attached to my phone and trying to get all the pictures and just like watch him and like take that moment in and be like wow it's in my mind forever and it was like actually kind of nice I didn't feel like pressure so pressured I didn't feel like attached I didn't feel um like I needed to perform whoa that's a really good mm, word yeah I didn't feel that like need to perform and then when I did get on and I saw people doing their thing I was like I'll live if I don't post mm. a picture of him. Like, it's not going to change anything. It's going to be okay. Mm. Okay. I think that when we think about the the spiral and the treadmill and the mm. place we get caught in this, yeah, I think that, so the question then becomes, is the judginess creating the need for the performance or does the performance come from the task itself? Mm. Is our... Both, yeah. for sure. Right, because once everybody's performing, then you're comparing performances. But all of a sudden, I mean, the minute you use that word, there is something less authentic about some of those other experiences. It's so true. Wow. Listen, now it's different, you know, backing up from whenever, like, I first became a mom with him. Now I do what I do because I like doing it. I really don't care Mm -hmm. what anyone thinks, which I made clear last time. (laughs) Very clear. Um... So when I share stuff and I like, it's because I love it and I'm like, this is so great. And I know like I have family members on there that love to see everything. So I think about them a little bit. I'm like, you know what? They would enjoy it. (laughs) I'm like, just a little bit, but I love it too for myself and my friends and and I enjoy it. And if I want to put it on there, it's because I want to put it on there and I'm not looking for approval Hmm. and I really just am not. Well, there are Doing bonds. For, for there are bonds. There are connections um, that you can do it in your own time. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. because certainly social media change and technology changes the nature of friendships. Because you have friendships that are sustained yes. through. Media, yeah. uh, pardon me. Yeah, by social media. Yeah. 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 Um, and then, as the long distance aunt, I mean, I have to say, 
Yeah. It's it's the best way, f- mm-hmm. one of the best ways for me to be able to stay current mm-hmm. and right, know the nuances so right. that when I see the kids, mm-hmm. then I can make assumptions and talk to them and I don't, because you can't mm-hmm. say, what'd you do today? Yeah. What'd you do right. for the last six months? <laughs> right. You know, you, you want to be able to connect. Yeah. Okay. So, so it does give you a connection. See, it can be, it can be good, but it can also be negative. There's okay. a lot of good things mm-hmm. out of it, but there's a lot of negativity that comes out of it. But you have the control over how you allow it to affect you. But that's the part that's hard about it is because whenever you're first going through it, like when you're in the thick of it, you're not being logical with mm. yourself. And you're like, it's all emotions, oh, yeah. if I post it, somebody's going to say something about, well, why is his bottle half empty? He doesn't drink all of it. Maybe he has problems. Like it's just, mm. it, it, to there was every always detail. something. Mm. People, I don't a know microscope. what it is. You I have mean, a microscope. When you become a parent, like other people do it to you, like I was overwhelmed by it. I never thought it would be that intense. And so the same with you, like I felt almost depressed for a while because I felt so exhausted, Yeah, mentally exhausted from this stuff, you know, and then all the comments and stuff. So Yev, do you post often? I, so I took a break of studying for the bar. I took a two month break from Facebook and I stayed on Instagram I feel like Instagram is more contained for me. Like Facebook, I have you know, 600 friends. Instagram, I've curated who can see it, who can't. Um, and it was a really nice break. Like it was just, it gave me a lot of perspective. Because then I'd go on, I was like, oh, I can't. Like I wish I could keep up with everybody's like birth announcements and whatever. And then I was like, I, I don't think I really care as much as I thought. Um Wow, so I liber- used to, that's very, yeah, very liberating. liberating. Yeah. It's yes. very liberating. Yes, to be able to say, now, okay, and I, if you want to answer this, um, in terms of the liberation, being liberated by mm. those social obligations or new social conventions, because mm. there is this sense, and it starts with the older children in the sense of like, mm. everybody's got to come to everybody's birthday party. Right. I have to be inclusive mm-hmm. of everyone. How do you, how do you, how do you keep that balance of I don't have to care about everything, everything. that's put in my vision? I don't know. I don't know. It's just the maturity, I guess. <laughs> like, I, 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 I have too much on my plate. I, I work. I have one child. I have another child. I have a husband. I have this, that. Mm-hmm. Like, I've got more interesting things going on. And, like, I think for a time it's it's very like childish and like oh do you like me do you like my picture what's did I get invited (laughs) it's all consuming but then you like you kind of grow out of it you know and you're like well I think the responsibility is and we did a podcast once about creative risk-taking moms Mm. and most of the moms in that podcast were all of children turning three Mm. and they realized for themselves that they needed new creative outlets Mm. that they've invested everything in those first years and and it was by choice and and Mm. intensity was welcomed and it was first-time moms Mm. but then they were like i i'm I'm, i need a break Mm. my son is happier Mm. if i go do something crazy creative mm-hmm. and engaging for myself so to get to look in your soul of souls yeah, and say true. what do I want what do I need mm-hmm. makes a very big difference 
in terms of that maturity, which is I can take care mm. of myself. And then yes. you have legitimate reasons to say, I don't have time for all right. of this. I love you. I right. respect you all. Um, I'll catch but, up with either either accept me when you can have me yeah. or or <laughs> know a, that you need a shirt with that yeah <laughs> accept, accept me when you can have me because <laughs> lots of people <laughs> need me <laughs> that goes on the back <laughs> but uh, yeah I mean yeah <laughs> so it's and it's that permission to be a grown up person right. with grown up needs and interests um, like career mm-hmm. and your family um I also want to go back to uh, perfect couples, and and because I do, I really do feel like that that whole dating thing on, again on Facebook looks you know like who's doing what right. where at what restaurant. Yeah, date night with my hubby. <laughs> love, when I see that, I'm like, <laughs> I scroll faster. Like, oh. Yeah, yeah. I've never seen a date picture of you. Yeah, no, we haven't done that in a in a we don't while. Date. Yeah, yeah. We date at home. <laughs> you know, it's kind of funny. It's it, it, it's a, it's an interesting. It just this just popped into my brain. But it's like you know we have that thing like why do we call it babysitting when it's dad? Mm. Why do we call it dating when it's your husband? Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, like isn't true. that sort of cliche and um, less well, than? How do you and Dave go out? Do we guys? don't go out very often. Just we don't have the. I mean, we don't have the built-in babysitting really. But we're going out tomorrow yeah. night. Um, okay. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I certainly think that everybody should have couple time. Right. And I certainly think yeah. that you should, you know, rem- go ahead. Yeah, but I mean, I was just going to say that there's a, there was a point, I'm just thinking back through my Facebook timeline, my, my life timeline, <laughs> um, that you felt like you had to post it to the world to get that validity. Oh, everything is okay in our to marriage. Prove we're we have a, a great couple. child. Yeah, like to prove to, to right. these people and... Yeah, yeah I just, I don't, I don't no. know, like, it's just maturity that now, I don't know, second child, whatever it is, but I just don't care anymore. And your priorities, too. Yeah. Your priorities change, what you care about changes, the way you feel about that, mm-hmm. all that. You're like, oh, what, how, right. like, silly, you know? You're like, this isn't me. It doesn't feel right. And then you, you become confident, too. Yeah. And then you realize everything everyone's saying, you're like, I don't agree with that, and I don't want to do that, and I don't want to do what you think I should mm-hmm. do, and... Um, my gut tells me this, and so... Okay, yeah, so, you finally get you know, to, to trusting your gut as yeah. to what's right for you. And right. both of you are com- comfortable and confident. Almost like mm-hmm. you have immediate radar of what fits, what doesn't right. fit. Yeah. How did you get to that self-awareness? Because I do think that the uh, antidote to the judginess and mm-hmm. the pressure ultimately comes from who am I Mm. in this what do I want what do I need Mm -hmm. you know what for people who love you know they're for the craft like the crafter people of the world who maybe love creating this visual legacy and history and timeline Mm -hmm. great go for it enjoy I mean we don't want to judge those moms either no No, not at all so it's but how do you how did you I look up to those moms. I mean, it's amazing that they can get all of this accomplished and like they're it's crazy. super moms. And we have I have a, a, quite a few super mom friends. Talk to me about super mom friends. I don't know. Like it's just what it's makes tiring. A, I look at them I'm like oh what makes God. a super mom for you? Well, for you and your friends that you respect. So this one particular super mom that I'm thinking of um, at Ronan School. She's she works. She's got two kids. She's got a husband. She volunteers at the school every single day, three hours a day. She t- takes the projects. Does it? I mean, she's just everywhere, and you know, she's 
happy. Everybody loves her. Like, she's just, you're all around. Rarely complains, right? I mean, she's breaking down now, though. I was so I'm watching say, her she's crack. She's your and friend. So, right. And so, you know, yeah. okay. Because. And it's, it's, it's like all, it's like, I don't know, like a, like all encompassing kind of thing now. Like she is, is just breaking her. It's breaking right. her. Yeah. And, and so as you were describing her, mm. that was what I was wondering mm. is if you went to ask her, how are you really doing? Where mm. are you most vulnerable? Right. How, are you as happy as mm-hmm. we all think you are? Yeah. Is it even possible? Is that kind of happiness attainable? Mm. I was wondering what she would say. And and the answer seems to be no. I mean, that... Yeah. So I mean, I, I, I don't know again. And you I, know more than one. Okay, so... Yeah, I know more than one. So but go. I mean, she, she seems generally like this is what she wants, but she's having a hard time... It's she's not, not I don't know if she's keeping herself. I don't I don't think she's the kind of person that is Faking. doing it for appearances, right. but she really genuinely wants to be involved in her right. children's yeah. lives yeah. and but it's Okay, but all of us have had long enough lives that that we mm-hmm. know that there are times when you feel like superwoman mm-hmm. and yes. you feel like I can do this, I can yeah. do mm-hmm. I've got all the balls juggling. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you can do that sometimes for years at right. a time. Sometimes whole chunks of ages and stages in children's and family life. Mm. And I my my consolation is always to a parent who looks around in the early childhood years and says like look at those perfect super moms, look mm. at those perfect families. Like right. I'm dying mm. here. And I'm like, okay, first of all, we look around the circle and we don't know mm-hmm. what people are struggling with Yeah, you really doors. don't know. You have no clue. The other thing is as someone who's done this for a long time, you, they might be great now, mm-hmm. and it might all fall apart for them come elementary school. Right. You know, there right. things change, mm-hmm. life changes, stressors create different experiences, and so those super moms might be super moms mm-hmm. right now, but to feel that they have to stay on that pedestal mm-hmm. forever and ever, like, and that yeah. no one will be there to catch them when the balls start crumbling. Mm-hmm. I think that's maybe that's the, the 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 genuine connection that we all want to have is mm-hmm. you know like I'm I'm watching all that you're doing and I and I adore you and I respect you and I'm proud mm-hmm. and I yes. want to learn. However, if that ever crumbles for you, mm-hmm. don't yeah. ever think that we're not going to mm-hmm. be here with you as well. Right, right, true. So, um, very true. It's I don't know. It's do you know any super moms? Oh, go ahead. Oh, oh yeah, I do. Um, Actually, my friend Esther, shout out to Esther. (laughs) She is amazing. Like, we all say she's amazing because she's like your your friend. She Mm -hmm. does it all. Her two kids, one is a teenager and the other one is is, um, Oliver's age. And, um, well, she's she's like five months, six months older than him. But still, we were pregnant together. We had our kids, you know, Audrey, you know, a few months apart. And so imagine that gap, a teenager and a toddler, mm. two different needs, mm-hmm. two different schools, two different lives. On top of that, she works for a really successful surgeon. She does like the marketing and everything. She is like never ending, constantly making friendships, connections, mm-hmm. business connections. She works all day. She goes to Orlando all the time and then back. Yeah. She can work a full day and then she leaves to go network at night at like, you know, they have like events mm-hmm. and stuff and happy hour. And if you don't know her, like, looking at it from the outside, wow, that's so glamorous. And, like, you get mm-hmm. to have fun. You get to go drink and eat well and whatever. But And she, can I tell you, she, like, rarely complains. Mm-hmm. 
rarely complains and she just keeps going and going and going and going for her family. And she mm-hmm. she honors the honesty that it's not all glamour, that it's work. Right. I mm-hmm. mean, and she's we all very real. Very we, real. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and clearly she, she's done this long enough that she's know she knows what stuff can't matter to her. Mm-hmm. What right. she has to let go of in order to to have to make the choices that she's making now. Right. So You know what talking about the whole like what made you quit caring or mm-hmm. you know not not putting so much pressure on yourself I feel like when I started I started thinking about this will this matter in a week from now will this matter in a year from now like I try mm-hmm. to I try to use that exercise mm-hmm. with everything mm-hmm. when I get overwhelmed and that was the saving grace for me honestly mm-hmm. that will this matter in x days x years weeks whatever it may be and so I started thinking about that and I'm like it really won't like it's not going to change my life mm-hmm. if I have a bad day and somebody knows it and it took you out of that panic reactive. Totally out of it. Um, hyper got to do everything. Yeah. And then people were like, oh, yeah, I suck like that, too. And I'm like, <laughs> you do? And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, awesome. That's great. We all suck sometimes. Like, you know, whatever. But then back to the social media thing, like you get on there and then you see like all the perfection and, and it's like, ah, oh, you know. So you still have to go through those reminders. Yes. Well, today I don't. But at the time when I was, like, okay. working my way out of the, like, perfectionist okay. Facebook, Instagram, everything together in front of family and friends, it's, it's also off of social media. But it's very, it's very prominent on social media, obviously. Mm. There's more, there's a lot more, you know, fantasy mm. on there. Fantasy. A lot of fantasy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So now I can pinpoint it. Can you? Like, when somebody makes a post, I'm like, oh, bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, come on, man. You know right. you know, you were hating life five minutes ago. Like, right. I'm right. not going to judge you for it. It's fine. I was, too. Like, I wanted to not be here five minutes ago. Mm-hmm. So we can commiserate together and be, you yeah. know, miserable together for, like, five minutes and then get over mm-hmm. it and move on. And yeah. Do you ever get, like, mommy, like, any friends or acquaintances that will comment something like, what are you doing? Or what are you, what like, are annoying? Like, annoying? Yeah. Every once in a while, I'll get... I, I have a relative. <laughs> she means well, but she'll say things sometimes like, oh, maybe you shouldn't have done that, and he wouldn't have made that face, or whatever. I'm like, but you don't mm-hmm. know what just happened. Like, no. And then mm-hmm. I, have to, I found myself They're like, interpreting the story. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's an assumption yeah. based off of what... And I understand that that's, that happens. It happens in text messages. Like, you, you're not there. You didn't see it, and then mm-hmm. you're not talking to me. You're not getting a full story sometimes, so... It does get annoying for, like, a second. I get that little tiny, mm. like, two-second annoying yeah. feeling, you know, like, ugh. And then I'm like, well, she doesn't know. Mm. And I put it there, so I'll explain. And but it like, is the judging. It is that judginess. Yes. Because, and, and I've seen it in those comments. You're right. right. Yeah. Did you have one? No, I, I mean, I got so much flack for um, when the hurricane was supposed to hit in October, October mm-hmm. just this recently. And I took Ronan to the Boca beach. beach. And I we took pictures and we're like, this is great. We're having a great time. And I got so many comments like, what are you thinking? Are you crazy? Why would you put your child in so much danger? And I actually, on during that hurricane, we documented our day. Just because it was, sure. everything was shuttered up. It was dark. Two kids are going crazy inside the house. So I did this. I thought it was 
funny. Like, so 8.27, you know, they're eating breakfast. 8.35, we're going to Publix. There's nothing on the shelves. 8, 11 o'clock, we're at the Boca B. And I got, like, such a beating from people. Like, what are you doing? Like, how could you do this to your children? I wish I would have known that. You should go back back and see it. And then the the kids took a walk with their raincoats and, like, umbrella. They were like, this is a serious thing. And, like, this was in live time. And And the hurricane didn't come. Never came, and I'm like, it's not as serious as you think it is. Exactly. But I got blasted, and I was like, screw you. <laughs> like, I don't care. Yeah. But there's a whole yeah. other component is that because there's some distance or anonymity mm. um, to social media relationships, mm. people say people things that they things. would never yes. say. Yeah. Um, and, and again, and I'm thinking of the, the picture that you posted of Oliver, mm-hmm. where he was making that face, mm-hmm. and and, and oh, what, the swing. <laughs> what I know, and what what the what the way the way I would interpret the comments is, there's people that are trying to be helpful fixers, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. like yes, yes, oh, yes. if you only understood, yeah. that's what it is, helpful fixers. Because <laughs> I, 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 I saw some of those comments, not not necessarily on yours, but on, on other posts oh, like that, and it's like, why would you need to fix his face? Yes. <laughs> like, we're celebrating the messiness mm-hmm. of, of life with See, kids. See, the old me, that would have, I would have been like Googling, my child does this, what can I do about it? No, you know, if somebody too. said that, and yeah. now I'm like, I see the comment, I'm like, uh, <laughs> like, it's okay, it's just, it's your own opinion, and that's totally fine, and you're allowed to have it, but I don't agree, and whatever. <laughs> well, so... Before we, I'll get to. A, I don't even know where to go. We're out of time. We're oh, way, that was oh, quick. Really? We, it's, it's shockingly over time, and so I'll just because I also want to. Whether it's that pause to know what you're thinking and feeling, whether it's the antidote of being yourself and giving yourself permission to be the woman you are, the mm-hmm. mother you are, um, all of those things, and then to give that to your child. Mm-hmm. There's so much that I, I'd love to still talk about, but the, we'll go to the wrap-up, and it's mm-hmm. how have you got this for right here, for right now, um, whether it's that lesson for your for yourself, how you approach it, or something you want to say to people who are struggling or thinking about this. You want me to go? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> okay. Um, one thing I did not get to talk about that I do want to use for my wrap-up is I feel like a big, big thing that a lot of moms should consider is yourself. Mm-hmm. And when I started being a little more selfish, I became happier. Mm-hmm. Um, Oliver became a little more independent. He lost his clinginess a little bit. Um, I'm more productive. I feel better about life. I love my girl time. You guys know that. Mm-hmm. I love my girl time. Mm-hmm. And I make it a point to try to do it like every week if I can. And that was something I tried to hide because I'm like, people are going to think I, I'm, I'm more into hanging out with friends than I am with my kid. But it's like, I stay home with him. I'm with him all hours of the day, yeah. you know, weekly. And I want to take a day off for myself. Moms, please you know? give yourself permission to be happy mm-hmm. and to honor yes. who you really are. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. I, I'll echo the same thing. I mean, I, I turned 35 next month, so 34 was really like a, a wake up for me. I don't know, I just, I felt so much stronger at 34. Like, I shed away all these, this feeling of needing to please people. And I, I finally, like, had my purpose down and, and embraced the fact that I could be a mom and 
I could work and try to meet my goals and build an empire or take <laughs> over the world, whatever it is. And I that just that gave me so much confidence, you know, and my kids will be okay. Your kids are so And okay. I want them to see a strong mom. I want them to see yeah. a strong female. We have you know, I have two boys and I want them to see that. Like I that would be my biggest gift to them. You are powerful, fearless moms. Thank you so much. So that's the mess for today. We appreciate you listening to See Me, Hear Me, Love Me. Seeing little people learn and grow. Listening to parents taking a crazy, uncertain journey. Loving the fun and loving the mistakes. You write the rules. You write your story. We just want to be part of the conversation. But in the end, we know you got this. We'll catch you next week. Take care. Oh, 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 wait. We're growing too. So if you had a great time today, please spread the word to a friend. You can also join our conversation on Facebook. That's with Karen Deerwester. And there's great parenting resources for you at www.familytimeinc.com. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks to everyone at B'nai Torah Congregation for this lovely space. Thank you, David Dweck, for that sweet voiceover. And thanks to the front and the follow for the song listen. We are listening. Thanks, everyone. See you next week.